Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Watch out. Yeah, talking about way out there. Bayheim! Wow, is that silence in a little bit? Schrader takes. It's a two-man rush. Schrader steps Don't up. Fit. Pop pass up in the middle. Got Parker's it. got it. Ruby run. 15, 10. Hit, hit in. Gregory, touchdown. The Bills make me want to Allen looks to his left. Fires left side. In go to the end zone. Stephon Diggs makes the catch. Touchdown, Buffalo. Swing in the miss. It is over. The Boston Red Sox. Baseball's best all season long. They have won it all. This is On The Block. Yeah, I was driving home yesterday, so I heard some of your show. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Thanks, Brent. Two, one. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, ESPN Radio, yeah, 96.5 FM, heard wherever you are, whatever you are doing on the ESPN app, seen, heard, and everything in between on the MightyQSportsTalk.com, a magical place where you can watch a radio show as it happens. You can watch a man talk with his hands. What can I tell you? I'm Italian. I talk with my hands. It's a thing, right? It's a thing. It's not a thing. Come on by. Hang. Not only to watch the show, but to get in the chat. There's a live chat where you can come on in and just opine as much as you'd like. Just let it flow, baby. Hit those keys and let it be. It's a beautiful thing. It's America, baby, where you can give us your sports takes as much as you'd like. And also at QSportsTalk.com, wait, there's more. When uh, the radio audience goes to commercial break, our friends at QSportsTalk.com do not because we like to keep the microphone and the camera on and just keep talking, right? Let's go. It's all happening there. So however you're taking in the show today, we appreciate that. Happy Friday. Everybody, uh, oh, hey, winter. Uh, we thought you had kind of skipped this year, but uh, winter's back. It's 19 degrees on the in-studio thermometer, and I actually had to shovel my driveway today for the first time, I think, in a few months. So, uh, winter, oh, hey, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you, uh, you you decided to actually show up. Okay, well, I shouldn't tempt fate here. I realize this. I should, I should not the weather gods here because winter is not over until Mother's Day. We've still got a long way to go here, but uh, yeah, it's been a while since an actual uh, winter's day had arrived here in central New York. Oh, rat a couple of weeks ago said we had six more weeks of winter. He was late, but uh, apparently he was right. 437-7644 is the phone number. Brent Dax Media on Twitter and as mentioned, the live chat at QSportsTalk.com to be a part of the conversation. Later in the show, our friend Tim Benz is going to join us. Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Tim has done radio in the Pittsburgh and Boston area. Great podcast. I was on his podcast, which I uh, sent a link through on my, um, it sounds like like something an old man would say. I sent a link through on my Twitter. I don't think that's quite how you say that. But, uh, 
I retweeted the link on my Twitter if you want to find it. You can, of course, follow Tim on Twitter as well. Uh, Tim and I had a great conversation, uh, mostly focused on Syracuse, by the way. He kind of wanted the Syracuse perspective about what Jim Beheim said a couple of weeks ago because uh, let's just say Pitt fans have not forgotten that, friends. And I think that could be a factor in this game. Fans don't play games and all that, I, I realize. But uh, that is going to be as crazy of a road environment as Syracuse will play in this year. The Oakland Zoo is always nutty. But it's senior day. It's sold out. And those fans remember that they were called out about buying players a couple weeks ago. And, yes, Jim retracted. He apologized. He put out, you know, several statements about that. But uh, they have not forgotten what they were accused of a couple weeks ago. So uh, the environment at the Oakland Zoo is going to be nutty tomorrow. So Tim and I talked a bunch about that on his podcast. We're going to bring Tim on for the Pittsburgh perspective on things. And always great to catch up with Tim, who is a Syracuse alum and uh, somebody who covers the Pittsburgh sports scene as well as anybody. So we're looking forward to that. It is Friday. It is draft day. The draft has moved back to Friday. And today, you know, Jordan and I like to throw around draft ideas throughout the week just to kind of see if they stick, if they work, if we feel like it could be an actual draft. And he brought this up in passing this week, and we kind of went back and forth on a few things, and I'm like, this could work. But as Jordan said before the show, and I completely agree with this, this is one of those drafts that is either going to be great or it's going to suck. There is no in-between. Some drafts are like, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, it's you, you draft things like the best Super Bowls or certain players or the, the best Syracuse players of all time, right? Like, you can't go wrong with some of these things. And then there are sink or swim type of drafts, and that is today because you know what we are going to draft the Mount Rushmore of today, friends? We are going to draft the Mount Rushmore of zones. That's right. Zones. There are more zones than you think, per the spirited discussion in the past couple of days about the use of the 2-3 zone uh, and its wilting significance as a effective defense here in Syracuse. So to ease the tension a little bit there, uh, we're going to draft the Mount Rushmore of zones today. That'll be fun. We'll do that later on in the program. Some interesting things uh, flying around today that are always relevant to discuss in the college sports world, but have some uh, updates. Miami got punished. It's the first time the NCAA has actually ruled on an NIL-related deal. They got a slap on the wrist, but based on the parameters of it, do they have their eyes on Syracuse at some point? Is something to bring up, and what exactly happened there. Plus, uh, very interesting discussions taking place at Florida State today and their board of trustees meeting and just how much money it would take to leave the ACC if they wanted to leave the ACC. They deserve, uh, they feel they deserve more money from the ACC. I mean, this is just all out there and open, and Mike Baker of the Tampa Bay Times did an excellent job chronicling all this, and I, they're kind of uh, at least gearing up if they're, feel they're not getting the fair treatment they think they deserve to challenge the grant of rights and maybe really go forward with this thing. A lot of interesting discussions at the Florida State Board of Trustees meeting, which we will tell you about if you missed it earlier today. I think Jim Beheim had some fascinating things to say on his radio show last night. And love or hate Beheim, agree or disagree with Jim Beheim. He is accessible. He has called people out. He said, you want to talk to me about this? Call my show. He sits there every Thursday night at Carabas with, 
Paul Sebelia and company. Thank God Matt Park and Gomez are there to balance out that crew. But he has been as open and honest about what's out there, the zone, retirement, what he said about NIL and having to retract all that, right? Like, the man is accessible. You can call a show. You can ask him anything about this stuff. And I think he had his, I don't agree with all of this, but I think he was as open and honest on a number of things on that particular subject as he has been in, in recent days. Chris Carlson actually did a really nice job writing this up on Syracuse.com today, but we've got the clips, and so we're going to go through them in the next segment here and kind of react to some things that's on everybody's mind. So credit to Jim. This is not somebody that just sits down and wants to talk about basketball for two hours. He will discuss the issues as well, and including uh, the live chat on QSportsTalk.com, which you get exclusively. But tomorrow is a game day, and when a game day awaits, uh, we like to wake up the voice guy and uh, give you some keys to look out for. And Number one. Today is no different, so let's give you some keys to victory for Syracuse at Pittsburgh tomorrow. A Syracuse team that's hurting, a Syracuse team that for the first time since the late 1960s was defeated by 18 points or more in back-to-back games and needs a win, and needs a win against uh, a team that is in contention to win the regular season ACC title, a team that is going to the NCAA tournament, and a team that Syracuse almost beat. That was well over two months ago. They were down 20 in that game, and slowly but surely got back into that basketball game, just not enough to win. But I feel like uh, Pittsburgh has made a significant improvement. From that game, while Syracuse has not, relative to what Pittsburgh, Syracuse has made improvements individually and in certain spots, but will it be good enough to win? Well, if so, they're going to have to do the following. Number one, play better defense. Now, why are you keeping that as simple as can be there, Brent? Sometimes you get clever with these things. You do like Springsteen titles and, and you know these clever expressions to make your point about the keys to victory. I was expecting more creative than that. Well, Jim Beheim, in a number of times, as we mentioned, even on his radio show and right here on ESPN Syracuse on Orange Nation yesterday during his weekly appearance, has pushed back on people that tell him to not play man-to-man defense. What he has said is when he used the Tony Bennett example, right? Nobody tells Tony Bennett to play a different defense. You just have to play better defense, right? So even though I believe the zone defense is time is the exclusive defense for Syracuse, is the only defense for Syracuse has passed, and it should now just be an option. You're not going to completely throw everything out the window with three games to go. Understandable. So play better defense. <laughs> I can't put it more simple than that. If this is your D, well, you got to figure out within the parameters of what you have and the players you're putting out there in the defense, as we discussed yesterday, is it the zone? Is it the players? No, it's the fact you're making these players play the zone. That's the problem because Clemson the other night became the 14th different team to shoot 10 or more three-pointers against you this year. So clearly the zone ain't working. And the reason people never tell uh, teams that play man-to-man to play zone is because... Most teams don't want to play zone. They're not apt to play zone. They, they they don't have the coach that's the expert in the zone, and they just want to play man-to-man defense because that's what works for them. So I get what Jim's saying there, but because the zone is so unique and its relevance has, I, I think, passed 
as the primary defense is this intimidating, whoa, what the heck is that kind of thing, especially in the ACC where most teams know it, know how to attack it, know how to be successful against it. And, I mean, just look at the numbers and what we're talking about here. And I know that Ken Palm is not everything in the world, and some people push back at some defensive numbers here, but they are currently 157th in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency. If not for last year's team, which was one of the worst defensive teams Syracuse has ever had, this would be the worst Ken Palm would rate Syracuse's defense since he began tracking that stat in 2002. It's not good. All right, so if if you feel uh, changing defenses is not an apt strategy, and I guess I would agree with that this late in the season, then play better defense. Figure out a way with the players you have out there to chase down defenders, to make shots harder, and teams are hitting contested shots too. They're not all wide open. To figure out how a team can not have 28 assists in a game. So you want us to say play better defense? Then I'll keep it as simple as that. Play better defense. Number two. Whoa, Nelly is number two, which would kind of fall into the category of number one, but specifically Nelly Cummings. Nelly Cummings and Pitt has brought in a number of transfers this year. They played the game you got to play in 2023. Brought in transfers chemistry be damned let's just put good players experienced players on the floor the rest will take care of itself and that is what has happened Nellie Cummings loves to see Syracuse he loved to see Syracuse at Colgate and he loves to see Syracuse now as our friend Corey Christen points out Syracuse alum who also does a spectacular job covering all things Pittsburgh Nellie Cummings two career games against Syracuse Colgate last year Pitt this year 40 points, 13 of 30 from the field. That's 43%. 12 of 24 from three-point range. 13 assists, just three turnovers. So not only play a better defense, you have to figure out a way to limit his touches, to limit his open shots. Good players are going to score, so you just kind of have to limit that and absorb that as best as you can. But he seems to be the key there. Because I think Syracuse is going to have a, a real tough time stopping everybody here with how they've been playing defense here. I think, really, it's not really one of the keys to the game, to be honest with you here. But we can add it in. Why don't we add it in here? Number three. Your best defense is your offense. They've got to balance out the offense. Judah Mintz and Joe Girard, Duke, scored 39 of your 55 points. They're going to cut at Clemson the other night. And both the Duke and the Clemson games, Jesse gets caught off, so that puts pressure. I mean, Judah's been fantastic offensively. He's actually approaching Joe Girard at this point to be Syracuse's leading scorer. He's averaging 16 points per game. Girard's at 16.8. Judah has gone 20 points or more in four of the last seven games, right? He's starting to hit a little three now. Jeff Capel, was, that was brought to his attention this week. And let's just say I think Pitt's going to do a better job cutting off Judah Mintz and his open three-pointers that he's been getting. He's hit six in a row. Like, you can't let him get that open look. He put a little defense on him. He hasn't proven that he can pull up on somebody and hit a contested three consistently at this point. So your best defense is going to be your offense. This is the third-best offensive team in the league. They're one of the better offensive teams in the country. Yeah, we think of Pitt. We usually think of grind it down, low-scoring games, Jamie Dixon basketball, not this Pitt team, not this Jeff Capel-led team. So there you go. We added one on the fly right there. 
Number four. Close the zoo. The Oakland Zoo is going to be crazy. To say quiet that crowd is a near impossibility because they are going to ride Bayheim the entire game. They're going to ride this team the entire game. They love to find things personal that's available on the vast internet, if you will, and kind of like the Cameron Crazies. The Oakland Zoo loves to do specific chants, specific players, details, things that they can yell at players that try to get under their skin a little bit, try and get in their heads a little bit. They're going to ride Bayheim from the time he walks in to the time that game's over. I don't think Syracuse is capable of completely shutting down that crowd because that would mean like you're winning big. And I just don't see how Syracuse could do that short of them having the most consistent, you know, hot offense that they've had all year. But you got to figure out a way to close the zoo or at least quiet the animals in the zoo because that crowd is going to be the most intimidating that Syracuse will play for all year. Players win games. Fans don't win games, but uh, crowds like that matter. Senior day, they are riled up. This is going to be a crazy atmosphere tomorrow. Number five. You got to get Jesse going. Duke and Clemson found it's not even the secret. It's just they found the way to execute the plan to cut off Jesse Edwards. Syracuse cannot win this game if Jesse is not only involved, but involved early in the first half. By the time he found himself against Clemson, it was way too late. So if I'm Jeff Capel and I saw what Clemson did and I saw what Duke did, and maybe I don't have quite the personnel that they do, but I've I've got some players that I can throw at Jesse Edwards. I can take that general plan. I can work with that. I can say, okay, fellas, I got it from here. I can do this with my team. God forbid this is the old school pit teams that Syracuse used to see all the time. And Jesse would be in big trouble against some of those teams. But I think he can bounce back. He has to bounce back. He is the key. He is the heart of this offense. If he's not in his game, Syracuse's offense becomes one-dimensional, and you know you can let Judah Mintz go off and score 24 points. You can live with what Joe Girard does, and Joe only had 11 points against Clemson, so you need him back at his average he was at in the four games prior to that, which was about 19 points per game, right? You take a chance that the balance on the offense won't be there because it hasn't. The forward position has been a black hole all year. There's just nothing that comes from no matter what forward's name I'm going to say here, short of Malik Brown, but even Malik against Clemson had five points and two rebounds. Like, it's just not enough. Jesse is the key. So whatever they have to do, maybe get out of your ISO offense, maybe figure out a way to get him the basketball, get him to the free throw line, feed Jesse, give him the ball, let him challenge the pit off uh, defense, pardon me, a little bit, and let's try and reverse course here because Clemson and Duke pushed him around. They controlled him. They bullied him, and it. there's no coincidence there that Syracuse lost those games first time since the late 1960s, 18 points or more consecutively. Okay, that's the reason right there because your best player, the, the, the key cog in it all, was completely shut down. So if Pitt finds a way to do that again, I mean, what else is going on Saturday? 
right? The lacrosse game will be over, so I, I don't know what you got in your Netflix queue or whatever, or as I like to say, the QE or whatever the case may be. But uh, if they shut down Jesse, don't even bother watching this game because they can't win that game. In the first pit game, Jesse got into foul trouble. Syracuse found other ways, including Copeland, who actually came off the bench and was good. Malik Brown at that time was coming off the bench and was good. And Judah Mintz was terrific in the first pit game. But I don't think you can use that formula once again on the road. You get down by 18 points this time, you're not coming out of that hole the way this team's playing right now. Play better defense. Whoa, Nelly. Your best defense is more offense. Close the zoo. Get Jesse going. You do those five things, you'll be Pittsburgh tomorrow. Just a programming reminder on that front, we do not have pregame for Syracuse and Pittsburgh tomorrow. As, uh, we actually have Syracuse lacrosse against North Carolina because our friends at TK99 are going to have Syracuse basketball pregame starting at 3.30. So right here on ESPN Syracuse, we'll have uh, the Orange taking on North Carolina, big lacrosse game at the Dome tomorrow. So a busy day, 3 o'clock face-off there, 5 o'clock tip for the Orange and Pittsburgh. So a busy afternoon of Syracuse sports for sure. The women's team is playing Pittsburgh as well on the road. So a couple of different Orange teams invading Pittsburgh this weekend. We will not have pregame tomorrow, but uh, Burdick Lexus and Burdick BMW postgame following Syracuse and Pittsburgh will take place with Brian Higgins and Eric Devendorf exclusively on QSportsTalk.com. Let's break on that note. We will come back. Jim Beheim had a lot to say on his radio show last night. If you missed it, you definitely want to hear this, and we'll react to it. Stay right there. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. You're on the block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, Friday, and uh, with football season in the rear view, we, if you made that, I would have given you the first pick, but not that one, no, the one you shot prior to that. Uh, with uh, football in the rear view, we um, like to move the draft to Friday. There's still some uh, posturing going on here on the draft board, okay? So Jordan and I talked about this during the week, and the more we pondered it and the more we did mock drafts, sometimes we do mock drafts just kind of like in the hallway, right? So we can do this. There's been a lot of angst this week about Jim Beheim's 2-3 zone, right? And it just kind of came up in conversation. What if we did a zone draft? And I'm like, we can't do There's no way, right? But the more we just kind of spit some things out and, and threw some stuff against the wall, like, wait a minute, we can do this. I really like you calling it a mock draft instead of collusion. So there are only <laughs> two of us there. <laughs> so, yes, today we are going to draft the Mount Rushmore of zones. Let's go. Let's go. I have no idea how this is about to go. I don't either. Oh, I do. It's I feel great. like we're staring at the edge of a cliff. We are the road runner. We have gone over the cliff. Here comes Wiley Coyote, and until someone looks down, we'll either just keep standing there or we will fall. So here we go. I'm going to throw a little uh, little wrinkle in there. This is 
you're like Tom Brady. Like, how many last days do you have around here? <laughs> this right? is the real last this day. This is it. For for reals now, Josh will be heading to New York City after this to begin his, he's already begun his, his new uh, job, but he'll be moving to New York City for his responsibilities for his new job. Yes. And because I forgot to bring my handcuffs today. And not only that, I forgot to bring you a parting gift today because I didn't know today was like the day that you were going. So here's my gift to you. You can determine the draft order. Oh, awesome. How about um, that? That's all I've ever wanted. And this is the See? worst draft to do it for, yes. but it's okay. Yes. Um, I'll take the first pick. Okay. I think I need the first pick because I know what's going to go 1-1. One, one. And out of your generosity for giving me the choice to make the draft order, I'll give you the second oh, pick. Oh, thank I'm you sorry, very much. Jordan. Thank you. It's okay. With the this first pick. This isn't the pick. first time you put me in a bad position. With the first pick, I think I'll take the clear 1-1. Whether you're a Scott Hansen or a Siciliano guy, you got to go with red zone. Great first pick. Great first pick right there. I like that that's number one. I like that we didn't wait on that. We went to it. The red zone. Does Is that just the program, or does he get the area of the football field as well with that pick? Haven't thought about that, mm. but if you are just drafting the area of the football field, that's a bad pick. Well, I might get desperate, so I'm going to give you NFL. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make both eligible. There's the television show. There's also the area of the football field still on the board. But we're not drafting two different red zones between Hanson and Siciliano. No, no. Okay. We're, no. <laughs> By the way, the Siciliano one has ceased to exist anyway, so you can't draft Fair. it. Ooh. Boo. He'll be fine. All right. With the second pick, I thought this would fall to me. And uh, I, I have I have brought audio. Yeah! Let's go! Kenny Loggins. Highway to the danger zone, baby. And it's not just because I watched Top Gun Maverick last week for the second time. I wasn't sure this would go first round. It's got to. This got to, man. on TV like all day, every day. Got That's to. True. Here it comes. You know it. Yeah! Who doesn't get fired up when they hear that? Kenny Loggins, the GOAT. The movie soundtrack GOAT. I mean, legend. Hall of Famer. Speaking of Mount Rushmore, Hall of Famer when it comes to making songs for movies. Absolute legend. Over to Jordan for pick number three. Um... I'm just going to go on brand with the first pick here. Like, give me the Cal Zone, man. Cal Zone. Come on. Great I mean, pick. it's like Cal Zone. in a shell. Cal Zone's so underrated. I don't know why I don't get Cal Zones more. I know. You, you break it and the crust is flaky, and then there's just like a, just a pool of delicious it's inside. It's just and- fantastic. It's one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld. Yep. When Steinbrenner had to keep getting the Cal Zone and. and- Kramer tries to pay with the pennies and, and the whole thing. And they put his pants in the oven? Yes. No, it was his coat. It was his coat. They put his coat in the oven. I think they put both in the oven. Did they put, did they put <laughs> I think it was two separate things. I could be wrong. What a bad day. I'll have to go back and watch that again. All right. Back over to Josh. I'll take another sports pick because it's just the next one at the top of my board. I'm going to go with the strike zone. The strike zone. I'm ready for baseball the season. I'm excited. Zone. 
Mets are going to be good this year. We're winning there the division this year. Ready for baseball. Okay. When me and Josh were kind of talking about this draft, he's like, the strike zone. I was like, how did we not think of that with all the stupid things we came up with? <laughs> we said like 20 other things. You'll before. hear some <laughs> bad things coming up soon. Good for Josh to yes. come in and bring, you know, some stability into this draft here. All right, so back over to me. It's the fifth overall pick, my second pick. I've also brought audio for this. What? Yep. Oh, the Twilight Zone. That's a really good pick. Classic. Rod Serling, by the way. Now, God, I always forget this. There is a Syracuse connection. Was he from Syracuse, I think? A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. I'm pretty sure Rod Serling's from Syracuse. Whatever. What a wacky show. Phenomenal pick. I can't believe I didn't think of that one. For that to fall to fifth... I mean, what a value pick on that. Come on, let's go. Okay, Jordan, your second pick, number six overall. We're doing pretty good so far. Here. All right, yeah. This this will be the first one where everyone's looking at me funny, but, like, this is crucial to the experience. I'm not going with sports. On awful days like this where the only precipitation we're getting is snow, I crave those summer days at the water park. And if you're at the water park, there's one place to be. That's right under the big dunk tank thingy, otherwise known as the Splash the Zone. The Splash Zone! Hell of a pick on a 19-degree day, but it makes me think of summer. Makes me think mm-hmm. of what's coming. It's the And we've all been there. We're sitting there waiting. We're like, oh, come on, I need it. I need it. And then Come on, like, dump yeah! it down, dump it! And you're like... Woo! Party with like 20 people you don't know, their kids. It's kind of awkward, but everybody's having a good time. I, I, water parks, not my thing. No? No. 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 They're just not my thing. They're gross. But blue pool water. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. When you were a kid, they were fantastic. All right, back over to Josh. This is his third pick, number seven overall. This might not be the best pick, but when I think of zones, this is one of the top things that comes to mind. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Wow. Okay. Wow. They're not even a sponsor. But <laughs> it's the first thing that came to mind. They are the zone. It's a great jingle. Great jingle. If we were doing a jingles draft, I think that would get drafted. That would absolutely. Oh, that's a great draft. That's a great draft. That's a great draft. Yeah, I'm glad the you can't jingles draft. That could go into several categories like the TV themes did. That's Ooh. a great draft. Might be Write a month that of down. Drafts. Write that summer. Summer. We're All right. <laughs> so over to me. Uh. It's my third pick, pick eight overall. Um, look, I'm going to take the 2-3 zone. What? I'm going to take the 2-3 zone. But Twitter told me you want to delay it, it to rest. Yes, <laughs> I, I, that's exactly right. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter, because Twitter's never wrong, said that. I'm not, like, remember, it doesn't mean I like my pick. It's just, if we're drafting zones, it's got to make the board somewhere. So I am going to take it. That might hurt me here. I might lose the draft because of this, but if we're just going notoriety here, I'm going to take the 2-3 zone. Yeah. This is pick number nine, Jordan's third pick. And I'm also going to go Syracuse here. Ooh. Part of the dome is the environment. It's not just the game. You yep. don't have to be watching the game on the yep. court. Before the game in the backcourt, one Pauly Sibilia is doing a live broadcast from the Toyota Fun Zone. Let's go. All these sponsors were helping out today. 
They let Paul Sebelia in somewhere called the Fun Zone. <laughs> well, he broadcasts adjacent to it. It's the place to be. It's oh no, Josh just told me the best pick ever. I want that. Can I trade? <laughs> Is I'll that trade your pick? I'll let you take it. I'll trade you a Cal Zone and the Toyota Fun <laughs> Zone for that one. Oh, oh no! You gotta say the line if you're gonna draft that. I'm gonna let you take the pick because no. I don't think I can get through the pick without laughing. <laughs> You have, you have. I don't even know what you're talking <laughs> you about. You have it. You have to no, take it. No, I want you to take it. I'm not going to get through it without laughing. I okay. could pander to Polly and take the okay. Crone Zone. Shout out Jay Cronenworth. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm going to conflict you, and okay. I'm going to take the 131 Zone. I think it's more fun oh! to watch. I love when they break oh! it out. No one knows what's going on. It's crazy to watch. It makes everything exciting. Okay. 131 Zone. Okay. There we go. What What's happening here? Something is happening here. Jordan is finding something. He's finding something. We have audio to go with this here. Where? What do we do? Something is. Whoa! Ah, Whoa! There we go. There we go. Matt Park, ladies. Whoa! Whoa! What, other, what else do you guys have on here? I've never even seen you. I, I don't even oh, know if you. Do we have some oh ridiculous stuff? Oh, okay. We've got a buzzer going on here. Number two. I took the voice guy. Pauly. I've wrong. never You're been wrong before. Right. Uh, You're uh, wrong this press, time, Pauly. Press the button to the right of the one you just pressed. It's very fitting. Mafia! Mount up! There we go. Nice. All right, so back over to me. This is my final pick. How did he resist the Pauly is wrong button? I don't know. I, I hit that. I've never wrong. been You're wrong, wrong before. Right. Uh, You're wrong this time, Pauly. What, what's this one? Omaha! Omaha! There you go. <laughs> it's when we change topics on our show as we do very All right. Quickly. Here's the thing, guys. My final pick. There is an audience listening out there that will appreciate this, okay? Including the person calling. I'm going to say happen, this name, and there's going to be either immediate recognition or there's going to be who the hell is that. But for those of you that know, you know. And if this is a zone draft, okay? Zony Soprano? <laughs> I got to go back to my button bar here. Then I am going to select... Former Syracuse sportscaster, Joe Zone. Joe Zone, formerly of CNY Central, I believe, still a sportscaster in Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. If you know, you know. Joe Zone. That's the fakest name I've heard since Brent's yep. ass. Real name. <laughs> Real name. Both in both cases. Spelt Zone as in like Z-O-N-E. <laughs> Joe Zone. Nice. Okay, Fantastic. good pick. That might be a fake. Yeah, we might have to investigate. I think so, but we'll we'll go with it. All right, Jordan, go win the draft. Oh, so let me just say, before this, I wasn't going to take the no-fly zone or the school zone. I was going to take the O zone. It's very important. However, okay. there's one thing that this pick that Josh has kindly informed me of can't do, or can do that the O zone can't. Okay. And that is say, <clears throat> honey... Where's my super suit? Give me Frozone from The Incredibles. Oh, okay. Give me Frozone. Okay. Phenomenal pick. Okay. Shout out Josh. With the I assist. saw that one time, so I can't I, believe I, I didn't think of that. I until get I was this right. So if you don't get him from that, he also is at ballparks giving people like fifty meter head starts and then catching up and doing oh, the races. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, that that's guy. him too. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Sorry, Ozone. Sorry. You know what? You know what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm going to do right now? You know, 
Credit to us. Nope. Credit to us. us. Credit to us. I love us. That was a great draft. Especially me. That was a great draft. My idea. You doubted that draft. You said there's no way that you could do a zone draft, and we just killed it. You know who won the draft? All of us. Let's go. All of us just won the draft. There's no poll. Read the picks again. Read the picks again. Yeah. Go. NFL Red Zone, Highway to the Danger Zone, Cal Zone, the Strike Zone, the Twilight Zone, the Splash Zone, Auto Zone, the 2-3 Zone, the Toyota Fun Zone, the 131 Zone, Joe Zone, and Fro Zone. Shout out Joe Sal Zone as well. Used to Shout work, out to used Joe. To TK, now he's doing w- big boy news things. Would have been eligible for this draft. We killed it. Good job, boys. Stay right there.